You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, as always, Ryan 19. With me, as always, is my co-host, the man, the myth, the man that is no longer uh, the Taco Bell kid. We had a new we had a new nickname, and I think it was Mikey McFreddy. It was either Mikey McFreddy. We keep, we did this last week. I know we did Mikey this last Mick week. Mikey McFreddy or it was the Spicy Nugget. You I can't, remember you can't expect I, me. I'm going to go with... I'm gonna go with the spicy nugget because I just did I just did a review on the Wendy spicy nuggets versus the new brand new McDonald's spicy nuggets. By the way, Wendy still holds holds the crown. The McDonald's ones aren't as spicy as they could be, and I think the Wendy's ones are the perfect balance of spice. Well, so there we go. Wendy's the OG has it down pat. I'll keep that in mind. You can't <laughs> you can't expect me to remember every, everything here, Mikey. But there we go. The spicy nugget, my, spicy nugget, Mikey Manfredi. Uh, that voice you just heard is our special guest for this week's episode. Uh, he is one of the co-hosts, along with you, Mikey, of the brand new show on this network, Independent Waters. Uh, the voice you just heard joining Mikey on that show is, of course, Zach Batista. Zach, how's it going? It's going great. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited, actually, even though I don't inquire entirely... I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to be listening to in a couple minutes, but I'm very excited to hear it. That's fair. Neither neither is technically Mikey, since uh, he has no idea what I'm doing and I have no idea what he's doing. We're all getting surprises today. Yes, it's a it's a big it's like a Christmas tree where we got see all the presents wrapped underneath the tree, but we have no idea what's in it, and we're all going to give them to each give presents to each other. I guess does that make sense? Does that analogy work? I have no idea. Works uh, for me. Well, if you're new like Zach to this program, then uh, I want to say first for, for Hit the Books listeners, this show is us. Mikey writes his own version of SmackDown. I write my ver- own version of Raw. And each week we uh, present each other with what we got, up and, you know, building all the way up to Clash of Champions, which we've already got a great card presented, Mikey. But, be- but that's enough about Hit the Books. I want to talk about the new show that we have on the network, Independent Waters, hosted by you two, Zach and Mikey. Uh, I mean, Zach, I want to throw it to you first. What What is the show? What, what Where can people what, what What can people expect when they listen to it? The best way I can describe it is it's two guys diving into indie wrestling and trying to find something new, like gems in the indie scene. It's such a popular thing these days now, but with AEW and like WWE and New Japan, like you can see a lot of you see a lot of indie stars now have gotten to more of a mainstream level. The show itself more so decides to go to the more 
grounded operations, the smaller ones. You get to see wrestlers in the, when they start up, or maybe you see like a mainstream star that's mainstream now, but before a match they had before. And it's kind of just me and Mikey exploring and seeing new stuff in the indie scene that you normally wouldn't see. Yeah, no, I, I, I really like it a lot. You guys try to find, what, you guys review like five matches every week um, of things happening independent. You, you, you step away from WWE, step away from AEW, step away from New Japan, and focus on others' aspects. And like you said, I, I think it's a great show. I really enjoyed listening to it. Mikey, uh, I'm so happy you started doing the show. What, I mean, because this is sort of like the, I don't want to say like, like the son of or the next generation of Mikey's Indy 500. How do you like, what was, what was the decision in changing up the show? So the decision in changing up the show was that, uh, it, man, it's hard talking by yourself. Uh, <laughs> so I noticed I was, it, it was, it the, the goal I set for myself was a little unrealistic. I feel like five matches, 500 matches in a year was a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was taking it as more of a race. And this change was for me, to bring on somebody who also uh, is kind of a newbie to independent wrestling to show, so we can both discover it together and enjoy, go on this journey rather than trying to race through it because I want to enjoy the matches I'm watching and not just try to get to a number. You know, I want to make sure every match is special and every match I get to watch and enjoy and not have to worry about just getting to 500 you know exactly exactly it, it, like like zach said you guys are looking for those hidden treasures in the independent waters exactly <laughs> well we need to use that more often hidden treasures the hidden treasure <laughs> hidden treasures yeah. uh well yeah i i like the i love the show uh and i want to ask you another question zach you said on independent waters what was your first instance and in coming in contact with independent wrestling but what was the thing that got you into just wrestling as a whole was it the same sort of instance with indie wrestling or was it just you know you watched something cool in wwe one day um i think i mentioned this to mikey at some point i don't know if we if we were talking about this on the recording or not but i started out with my dad actually getting into it my dad was big on like the online like wrestling forums he had like a website called e-wrestling he had like a whole like fantasy booking thing kind of like hit the books what what <laughs> what kind of <laughs> yeah he was like the head guy of it screw screw but... zach let's get zach's dad on the pod <laughs> oh he definitely wants to be on at some point but um yeah so what my dad would do is he would watch wrestling in the living room and he would just kind of sit me down in front of the tv so he like had me sitting down in front of like ecw apparently and i apparently loved it so I would just kind of watch it with my dad for whenever it was on. And the first memory I, I can remember of watching wrestling is Undertaker giving JBL the last ride through his limousine at SummerSlam after JBL won the title back from him at, for, like, cheating or something like JBL. Like, this, this checks and out. And from there, this kind of, out. like, just kind of took on. I watched it a lot. And then I had my, as I think Mikey and I talked about this too, like, I had my break where, like, in between middle school and high school, I stopped watching wrestling for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't know what it was, but I just kind of got back into it. I think it was something with the shield that got me back into it. And I was like, oh, wow, wrestling has changed a lot. Holy wow. And isn't it what, sorry to interrupt, but isn't it wild how every wrestling fan has that hiatus? I, I don't know what that says. You know, like I think about that all the time. Like, I wonder, is it just like you just step away for a little bit and you need to, you know, you need to break from it all? Because it is, you know, it is a weekly program. It's, you know, 52 weeks a year. 
mm-hmm. uh, you know, two nights a year from WWE. Now three nights. So I wonder, like, what about it? Is it just like the, that that race of it all, or is it you know the lack of journey? You know, I don't know. I think about that all the time. It's wild. Like, I feel like every wrestling fan I've ever talked to is always like, yeah, you know, I stopped watching for a little bit, but then I got back into it. It's like, it's weird how we all just had that, <laughs> you know? If I were to say, maybe it's the investment, because you invest a lot of time into wrestling. Like, it's not a short thing you can just, like, quickly bang out. You have to, like, invest yourself into the characters, mm-hmm. into the matches themselves. And after a while, like, after watching for so much, it can get a bit, like, tiring, I guess. You just need a little break before you come back, jump back into it. I get that. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. m- my cat is currently on top of a uh a shelf so i'm gonna have to get him down real quick mikey can you uh intro the show and intro <laughs> the things real quick as i get my cat off the shelf what kind of show is this <laughs> all right so what we are going to be doing today is we me and ryan are both going to present zach our raw and smackdown cards ryan with raw of course me with smackdown as usual uh then zach will basically be reacting and giving us his thoughts on whose card is better at the end of the show and of course you guys will be doing the same when you vote on twitter and give us your opinion on whose card is better as well and i believe we are starting with monday night raw we are so the results of last week uh last week's poll mikey when we had sean Lairway, our friend guest on the episode he booked his own version of nxt our audience voted on what was the best and of course, you know, Sean said that, I, I believe if I remember correctly, if I wrote this down correctly, Sean said that his vote was on SmackDown last week. Woo! So despite despite that guest recommendation, the winner of last week's poll was in fact NXT. Yes. With, with, five, with uh, what was it, 55% of the vote? Yeah, Sean blew us out. <laughs> yeah, Sean blew us out. You, you followed up with, you know, with the Zach, not the Zach, the Sean... Uh, point uh mikey but then i had dead last there so yikes uh for me that does mean since nxt won last week that it was technically a, i guess we're gonna, we're gonna serve it as a tie so we'll both hit the randomizer on each other well, we both, well it means we, we both lost ryan and the losers get the randomizer right exactly exactly so uh there we go so let's get into monday night raw uh just like uh stepping away uh from wwe uh zach you're gonna be listening to this hopping in mid show mid build up to clash of champions mm-hmm. i'm interested to see what you think i am very excited to to see what you got booked right. what do we have two we, what do we have next we have this week and next week and then clash of champions right correct Jeez. that is correct uh well let's open up the monday night raw with none other than roman reigns and he's walking Banner. thank you mikey <laughs> <laughs> He Rowan Reigns, he's walking out with the Usos. He's walking out with the LLC. Zach, the LLC being Bobby Lashley and Cesaro. Uh, ex- excuse you. It's Lashley, Lana, and Cesaro. Just so you can <laughs> get true. LLC. That is true. Come on. This is true. And he is, of course, well, not of course, since he's not the champion, but he's walking out with Keith Lee's WWE Championship. Oh! <gasps> Oh right, I forgot that happened. You forgot that uh, uh, he, <laughs> that Roman Reigns, of the LLC, and the Usos abducted Keith. Lee I forgot they week. abducted Keith Lee. Hey, wow! I, All the, right. the randomizer needed me to make a controversial moment, so I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm going to abduct the WWE champion." <laughs> there we For go. Sure. So uh, Roman opens up saying that he told us, "I told you that I will get back my WWE championship, and I have done it. I've taken down the competition, and now no one stands in my way. Not Brock Lesnar, not AJ Styles, not Aleister Black, not Bray Wyatt. Nobody is coming for me. 
He raises the title that is not his in the air, and the segment ends. Wow. Doesn't even mention <laughs> Keith Lee, but calls Doesn't out everyone else. Keith, Keith Lee does not exist anymore. He's, He's in his rearview mirror. He is literally in his rearview mirror, heel Roman Reigns with four other people in his payroll. Oh, I guess family is not really payroll, but uh, four four other people in his corner uh, really has a dominant hold over Monday Night Raw. All right. Wow. What a what a stable man. <laughs> like the Usos, I was like, okay, I'm like, makes sense. And then you just hit me with the Lashley and Cesaro, and I was like, what? I'm like, I'm down for this, though. I can see it working. Yes, yes. The, I believe the conceit is in this universe that the LLC, they're kind of like an APA-type tag team. So oh. R- Roman is paying them to uh, be in his corner. Yeah. Which uh, I, w- I was going to – I had a thing for that, but then Keith Lee got abducted last week. So oh. that, that got the window. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that one, Mikey, in case I pull that back up. Can't wait. Uh, but then we'll move straight into match number one, and that is the semifinal match in the Intercontinental Number One Contendership Tournament between King Corbin and the returning MVP. All right, MVP All right. being a face in this universe wins this match by defeating King Corbin. Uh, I still have my money on King Corbin. Winning you, this whole you time. did. You had your money on King Corbin. Uh, and Mike, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep guessing King Corbin until it's right. Can I? <laughs> Can I give you a, a, a? Can I tell you something, Mikey? Sure. King Corbin was originally going to win this match. Uh, Interesting. But it was it was when Chad Gable was injured for what was it twenty something weeks? <laughs> when he was injured for twenty weeks, uh, that's when I was like, "Well, I need someone new." Someone new. So yes. King Corbin lost for huh. additional reasons to be told. Yikes. But yes, MVP wins. Thoughts on that, anybody? Uh, yeah. I mean, I like MVP moving on. Uh, I think it's, I think it's good. I'm sorry, uh, Chad Gable getting injured ruined all your plans. Yes, it did. I need someone now face Sheamus for the IC title, and now oh, I guess Sheamus is the champ. Oh. Sheamus is the champ. I was going to do Sheamus, Chad Gable. Then Chad Gable like broke his leg, and now I'm like screwed. <laughs> should we give Should we give the team set a quick rundown of our champions just so we can... sure sure all right uh, WWE champion. I, I think that's probably a good idea. WWE champion Keith Lee won the title in triple threat by pinning AJ Styles uh, and I guess defeating WWE champion Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Uh, then it was Shayna Baszler, the Raw Women's Champion cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase to make the Liv Morgan-Alexa Bliss match into a triple threat and then won it there. Uh, Sheamus, the IC champion, won it from Morrison, John Morrison for a little bit ago. Reclaiming the official, not reclaiming, but becoming official, uh, what is it called when you're all the champions at some point? Triple crown? Yes, that thing. Uh, And then, of course... No, the Grand Slam? The Grand Slam, there it is. Grand Slam. God, I've not been to Denny's in quite a while. Um, uh, and then of course the raw tag team champions are the disciples, which, uh, it's a faction that includes, of course, Seth Rollins, Murphy, but, uh, you know, I needed, I had a kind of a call up to that faction and that call up was Dave Mastiff. Oh, wow. So it's Mastiff and Murphy with Seth Rollins. Uh, those are the raw champions. And I guess we'll talk about the SmackDown champions when we get to SmackDown, Mikey. Uh, I yeah. believe Zach, are you looking up who Dave Mastiff is? <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing to make sure he's who I think he is. <laughs> call it, call I, it. 
Wow, that's a callback. You're not an avid follower of NXT UK? Come on. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I'll be honest. I actually was for a while. And then the COVID pandemic hit, and I completely fell off. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair, since they're also not doing any new shows. Oh, yeah. I think they're bringing back. I think they're bringing back NXT UK. Yeah, I, think I hope they do. Well, let's move on the show. Of course, we have a, next up a video package that's just reviewing what happened last week with Roman Reigns and Keith Lee. Again, what happened last week was that uh, Keith Lee, the WWE champion, is walking out in the parking lot. Uh, that mysterious, I think, the white van that uh, was used to uh, attack Aleister Black many months ago. Uh, LLC and the Usos j- jumped out of the van, abducted Keith Lee, leaving behind the WWE Championship for Roman to pick up and now uh, walk around with. So just that little review, catch you up on what's to happen there. Uh, moving right along is a backstage interview with Aleister Black. Uh, Aleister Black is asked about what his thoughts about Keith Lee. Black says that there's a demon roaming the halls of Monday Night Raw. Uh, this demon wants to trick all of us into his reality and believe we are in his, this hellscape. But what he doesn't know is that I've dealt with demons my entire life. I know how they think, how they manipulate, how they falsify the sanctity of this building. I would not let Roman Reigns get away with what he has t- he has done to both me and Keith Lee. Roman Reigns is not the victim of the story. Suddenly... Uh, um, the man he beat last week, AJ Styles, attacks Aleister Black from behind, saying things like, we're not finished, I'm not done with you, Al, things of that nature. Uh, so AJ Styles wants more of Aleister Black. Ryan, the demon is actually on SmackDown, so... Uh, I'm sorry, I have I have Bray Wyatt the Fiend. Oh no, he's a fiend! No! <laughs> the demon's actually on SmackDown, so... Dang it, dang it. Thoughts on that backstage interview with Aleister Black? I'll be Black real with you. I was really into that Aleister Black promo. Yeah, like, baby. I was like, I could totally see like Aleister Black talk, like just to give that whole entire. I was like, I was in. AJ Styles attacking him and calling him Al. I was like, that is the best thing ever. I <laughs> love that. I love AJ just calling him Al. <laughs> I like I like AJ's new gimmick of just Southern annoyed dad. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm not done with you, Al. Uh, oh man, I love I love Southern annoyed dad AJ Styles. <laughs> it's the greatest. Um, so, let's let's move right along into the next match, which is a tag team women's match between the newly formed Nia Jax and Tamina, taking on Carmella and Natalia. Where of course Nia Jax and Tamina get the win here. All right, big win for them. And they move the on. Newly formed tag team. They move on. To, there's a segment this, uh, right after the match where Alexa Bliss comes out and pleads with Nia Jax once more. Uh, you know, ne- Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, formerly being the genetic goddesses, a tag team in this division, uh, where Nia Jax turned her back on Alexa Bliss. She's remi- trying to remind Nia of all the good times they've shared from SmackDown over to Raw to winning championships. Nia Jax, Nia Jax cuts Bliss off and says that we only became a team because you wanted backup to win titles. You used me, Alexa. You have no idea what the word friend even means. You stand there in your ivory tower thinking you're better than everyone else. And, you know, I'm upset with myself for how long it took me to realize that I'm part of that group. You are a selfish, horrible person, Alexa. Alexa tries to plead one more last time, but then Tamina attacks Bliss from behind, and Jax joins Tamina. The two demolish Alexa Bliss. Wow. Damn, really? I kind of feel bad for Alexa Bliss. Is that weird? Uh, no, it's exactly what I'm trying to have you feel. <laughs> because damn, dude. I gotta, I gotta turn her face somehow. So why not make you feel bad for her? You, I mean, you did just take Nikki Cross from me, Ryan. 
I did. <laughs> Incoming bliss cross question mark. I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was sitting there and I was like, who's the heel here? I was like, okay, it's Alexa. And then then Tamina kicked the kicked the shit out. I was like, oh, it's like oh, they're the fe- they're the heels now. I guess it's like ah, damn Alexa, that kind of sucks. <laughs> Interesting. So, just yeah, that was clarification: rough. Was she basically like just using Nia to win to keep, hold on to the title as long as she could? One hundred percent. I look back in the archive, and she teamed up with Nia, and they were friends. But they were Alexa Bliss was doing that so that she can challenge for the SmackDown title at the time. They kept being friends. They never won the women's tag team championships. Uh, and then at WrestleMania, uh, the previous WrestleMania, Alexa Bliss oh. with Nia Jax's help defeated Becky Lynch, the man, finally dethroning the man. Um, where uh, and then you know she was just using Nia Jax as bait and then uh, I was also doing it and I don't think you realize this Mikey is that whenever it was a tag match or something Nia Jax was always getting the fall and whenever, yeah I did notice I did catch that I always had Nia Jax being like the loser of the group but uh, to give that to give ad, get added more flame to the fire smart right there smart booking that's what I am I'm the smart booker Nostradamus of booking over here and Nostradamus of booking <laughs> everything I book comes to reality which is a weird trend that has actually happened on this show Mike Zach it's 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 scary how accurate it's been sometimes yes. really yes it's been yep. even I mean, when... our some our our biggest SummerSlam match was Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton which is the match we've been building basically since the beginning of the show correctly wow what which ended up happening in real life. So that was scary. weird. That's kind of cool too. Uh, let's keep the ball rolling into the next semifinal match in the uh, number one contender for the IC title match. Uh, it's Andrade taking on Daniel Bryan. Again, Daniel Bryan, the coach of one Chad Gable, instructing Chad Gable to fly out, out on his own. He's not going to be in his corner. Wanted to make him sure that, you know, at some point you're going to have to do this by yourself. So do it for this IC title. Uh, the next match, Chad Gable got injured for 20 weeks. A little baby bird. <laughs> so, so Daniel Bryan last week said that, you know what, I'll insert myself in Chad Gable's place to uh, honor my pupil. My uh, little baby bird. I should also say Seth Rollins, who's uh, sort of feuding with uh, Daniel Bryan a little bit, a little bit of uh, because of what happened a little, at a little bit. What happened at SummerSlam? He's on, Rollins is on commentary. Uh, during the match, of course, you know, because it is Seth Rollins, he's a heel. He distracts Daniel Bryan during one of those yes kicks. Uh, Andrade, Andrade uses this chance to hit the hammerlock DDT. Andrade gets the victory. Ooh, oh, Andrade victory. Yes. Daniel Bryan trying to stick up for his uh, his pupil and just getting destroyed by, uh, by Andrade. Yes, and that does mean that the final matchup, which will be next week, is MVP versus Andrade the winner of which will face Sheamus at Clash of Champions. A match I didn't see coming, to be honest. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Zach, thoughts on uh, that, that whole interaction? Just the idea of Andrade and Daniel Bryan have a match. Just I get, I, I'm just getting excited at the idea because that match can't be bad. There's no way that match could be bad. No. I, like Seth, I like heel Seth. I've always been a fan of heel Seth a bit more than face Seth. He and will. I like the uh, distraction for the yes kicks. But, wow, Andrade versus MVP. That, That's huh. a weird match. It's a weird match. It's a weird <laughs> match. I I could see it going well. I know it depends on who wins the match next. but That's that's true. You got to stick around next week for to, for that result. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. Not a match I thought <laughs> I was going to do. 
Um, I forget. I think the final was originally supposed to be King Corbin versus Chad Gable. Um, yes, because it was supposed to be Andrade versus Chad Gable here, where Chad Gable then would have defeated Morrison and Andrade, people that he's been feuding with before uh, this tournament started. So that's what the plan was. But uh, obviously plans change, uh, Meltzer style, <laughs> uh, as I shuffle all my papers. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, those are the cards I was dealt. And I, I felt that it might've been, I think it was still a better idea. Even though I had Daniel Bryan replace Gable, I wanted to still have Bryan lose because I want Bryan to continue on in the Rollins sort of thing. So I, I, I did what I could. And I hope it makes sense yeah, for our that listeners. Makes, that makes sense. So but, just a clarification, Daniel Bryan got the win cost from him because Seth was distracted and Andrade hit the hammerlock, right? Correct. Yes, and then I'm for that. Perfect, perfect. Well, let's move right along to Shayna Baszler, the Raw Women's Champion, taking on new to the roster, Nikki Cross. All right. Nikki Cross coming fresh off SmackDown. Yes, fresh off the SmackDown when I uh, swapped her. Where, who I, it was Nikki Cross for who? Do you I don't R- remember. Our truth. Aha, Nikki Cross for our truth. <laughs> I got I got good old Detective Truth. Hey, our truth is great on this roster. But when I built him up as Detective Hard Truth, uh, and it's he's just the perfect comedy character that Mikey is not utilizing. Not yet. I'm not because I, I don't have a mystery that needs to be solved. I guess that's what fair. What does Detective need to come in for? There's no mystery on SmackDown. Well, I guess that's fair. Maybe change occupations. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, during this match, janitor truth. Jeez. Uh, during this match, Shayna Baszler attacks Cross's arm. During the match, with uh, Pentagon esque attacks. Uh, remember, you you watched Lucha Underground. Remember how Pentagon uh, attacks people's and breaks their arms, quote yeah. unquote. We just had a conversation about that on Independent Waters. Go check it out every Wednesday. Hey, uh, look at that plug. <laughs> uh, he, she does that uh, along with steel step attacks to Nikki Cross which, again, results in Shayna Baszler getting the win here. After the match, after the match, Baszler grabs the mic and yells at Bianca Belair, who she has been feuding with, telling her, you know, last last week, Bianca Belair won her match and mimed a title belt around the wake. She's been asking for a title match. Uh, Baszler responds, you're on. Ooh, let's go. Suddenly, Belair and her tag team partner, Naomi, run in to attack Baszler. Baszler gets the upper hand and starts choking out Naomi. Baszler, or sorry, Belair, rolls out to see her friend getting choked out. Yeah, doesn't even try to stop it, huh? How? No, she does not. That leaves, that of course means that at Clash of Champions, it will be Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Very interesting that Bianca Belair sees her friend and tag team partner getting choked out. And she just like goes, you know what? I'm going to hang back on this one. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't on purpose. She didn't actively do that. But I guess that is fair. She didn't help her friend. I have to ask before I get my reaction. How do you feel, Mikey, about getting Cross gets sent to Raw and then immediately gets destroyed by Baszler? Uh, it's kind of a big yikes, but I also wasn't doing anything with Cross. So, it, it's mm. you know, it's glad it, at least there's something. Uh, this is this is like the kind of like discussion that would happen on Twitter after the as this match is happening, yeah. <laughs> until the next segment, which is of course Alexa Bliss in the training room, uh, sort of getting uh, worked on from her injuries suffered early in the night. Nikki Cross is then helped into the trainer's room and sits down at the table, and the doctor starts looking at Cross's arm. Bliss sees Cross 
uh, sorry, yes, Bliss sees Cross in pain and offers her a cup of coffee. Cross thanks it. her. Oh, that's so... <laughs> Bliss Cross, baby! Ooh, that's that's a really good callback to the coffee mug, too. Wow. And her getting her coffee on... Wow! I've, I was building it all show, motherfuckers. <laughs> Bliss Cross, baby! Let's go! I was right. You were like, oh, it's gonna be Bliss Cross? I was I like, I don't know! <laughs> Now I am the Nostradamus of booking. My brain has gotten too big for this show. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, thoughts oh, on Bliss Cross, the starting of Bliss Cross, I guess. I am very excited. I, I like I like it. Bliss Cross in real life, so I'm very excited to see where you go with them for sure. I liked the uh, build up to it a lot. I liked how both of them got destroyed and I liked that it was Nikki that gave her it too. I think was if I got that right. Uh, was it Nikki that gave? It was Bliss. Bliss. That gave it. Bliss gave her a cup of coffee. Bliss gave. I still love it. I thought it was a great. It was a great callback to when they did it on Raw, and I'm excited to see where it will go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually forgot. I also I didn't say it in the mic because I didn't want to overgo Mikey, but uh, I love Shayna Blazer versus Bianca Belair. That has to be good. That can't be bad. Right. That match in real life was good. This is. Th- it was. Actually. I'm very excited to see where Ryan takes it. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the praise, everybody. Uh, but yes, I uh, I was building all show for Nikki Cross and Bliss to reconnect. We're well, not reconnect, but connect here. I'm interested yes. to see and where it goes. This is the first time they've actually uh, connected in this universe. Exactly. This is the first time they've they've ever connected on this universe on this plane of existence. Um, but uh. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I when I got Nikki Cross, I'll be honest, Mikey. Originally, I was hoping to get Mickey James and have this be Mickey Nikki James, Mickey James instead. Uh, but when okay. I when when I got Nikki Cross, I was like, oh, maybe I'll do Bliss Cross. I'm not sure. And then you took Mickey James to to SmackDown. And I was like, no, it's definitely gonna be Nikki Cross now. Let's do it. If we're going Bliss Cross, let's do Bliss Cross. And yeah, and you know, I maybe maybe uh, she this will be the way how Alexa Bliss learned how to be a friend. What the meaning of friendship is? <laughs> Who knows? Well, let's move. <laughs> no, go, what are you gonna say, Mikey? I just love. I just love. This is baby where Alexa Bliss will learn how to make a friend. Hey, Nia Jack says she doesn't know what the word even means. <laughs> this, became, this became like a kid's book all of a sudden, and Alexa Alexa Bliss's journey to make a friend. I hey, I write great stories here, <laughs> great children's stories for all ages. Monday Night Raw subtitle: Bliss makes a friend. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let's move into the main event. And the main event is the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar, taking on the Disciples. You know, of course, Murphy and Mastiff with Rollins in the corner for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, of course, Ivar pinning Mastiff last week in a big six-man tag. So we got a title shot here tonight. Uh, during the match, while the Viking Raiders are in the lead, you know, have control of the match, Rollins gets involved and hits Ivar with a chair, resulting in a disqualification. So Viking Raiders get the win, but Mur- Murphy and Mastiff retain the titles from disqualification rules. That is the finish to this main event. All right. Thoughts on the main event finish here, folks? I like it. I like it a lot. Definitely builds the story more. Uh, see, for me, as the guy who just came in, I I don't love no finishes a ton. They have their purposes, but for, as a guy who just rolled in, to hear that the main event's finish was a no finish is a bit, it's a bit deflating. But if it, I, I, based on how you were saying it, there's a story there that's building up to I assume Clash of Champions. Yes. Like, a, I pinned you. You had to take the chair shot to get out of us winning. 
we want our title shot now, something like that, I assume. Yeah, I, I, I'm I going to announce the match right here, in fact, because at Clash of Champions, it's going to be the Viking Raiders versus the Disciples for the championships once again in a no-disqualification match. Ooh. That'll be just a car crash of joy that I would be glad to and watch. You know, and you know Seth Rollins is going to be in the Disciples' corner with both Daniel Bryan and Edge being in the Viking Raiders' friendship circle. Wonder who, if anyone's going to be in their corner. Now I'm just picturing them all making each other little friendship bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If only you could have seen my reaction, folks, when little, you said little... Edge was in their corner. I was like, "What? Wait!" <laughs> Edge has to grow his beard out though to get on the game with everyone else. He has. Well, no, did he shave it recently? I think. I think he shaved it. And, and he has to. He has to. No, he had. He had that scruff like when he came back on his return in real life. But he needs to like really get a big beard. Yeah. Like compared to the Viking Raiders and Daniel Bryan. Well, Dan, Daniel Bryan's clean. Well, mostly clean shaven as well. So. I, I I like to believe Daniel Bryan still has his big bushy beard in this universe. No, in my universe, he's clean shaven, <laughs> head to toe. No Not a piece of hair on that body. <laughs> Then why have I been call- then why have I been calling them the Beard Boys all this time, Ryan? I don't know. You just let me do that. <laughs> I want to do it. I don't know. Get off my back. I was calling the three the Viking Raiders and Daniel Bryan the Beard Boys, and you just let me do that. Now you're revealing to me that Daniel Bryan has been clean shaven this whole time. I'm a twi- swerve, man. What a swerve! I've been betrayed. Uh, yes. So that is my Monday Night Raw, folks. I hope you enjoyed it, Zach. I hope you enjoyed it as you uh, jumped into this. Oh, I did enjoy it quite a bit. There were some spots or some parts of the where I was like, eh, I'm not the most like, for instance, I'm going to say King Corbin versus MVP. I was like, the matchup itself didn't get me too excited, but there were definitely some high points in the show that I really liked. Like, for instance, like I said, the Alistair Black promo I liked a lot. I loved the Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss leading into the Nikki Cross Alexa Bliss stuff. I thought that was good. I, what was it? Um, Daniel Bryan versus Andrade, the matchup on paper, I Love, can't get enough of, and I like the uh, setup for Rollins because you know that Daniel Bryan will probably get some payback at Clash of Champions if Rollins tries to get his nose involved in some place it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like there were some parts in the show where I was like, all right, this is fine, like nothing, nothing get my seat, and then parts where I was like, love it, yes, give me more. I know the scale doesn't apply completely here, but if you had to rate it on a mark out, meh, or oh, miss out, oh. miss miss out, meh, or mark out. Oh, You're stealing God. our own scale. The scale from Independent Waters. We're bringing the Independent Waters scale here to hit the books. And maybe oh. the scale's too too small to to really convey. But uh, putting you on the spot would, here. Oh my God, I would have to give it. I can't. I I wouldn't give it mark out because it was like it didn't like blow me away entirely. But like. I feel like meh is too hard for you. Too it's a high. It's a high meh. Well, how about this? How, a high meh. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take a high meh. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it that. We'll give it the mixture between a meh and a mark. A high meh. Uh, it's a meh out. <laughs> meh out. Per- perfect. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take some. High- it, it, I'm still building up everything. Like that's my problem. Yeah, like yeah, I've yeah. still got a lot of building to to go i think i think i personally i think it did better than last week's show um i agree i think i think this was definitely strong like no like no offense or anything but i do think this show was definitely stronger than last but week. it doesn't matter mikey because since we tied in last week's poll since we both lost uh we gotta you gotta hit that randomizer on me and zach right. so i can explain to you and the audience at home we have a list of what 40 we have a list of like 40 items 
that we randomly select because we want to make the show, you know, not just everything go perfectly. We want to have injuries. We want to have Vince McMahon ripping up the script. We want to have all these sort of realistic things that could happen to make our show, you know, liven it up a little bit. So we have this list of 40 items that will really mess with us or help us. uh, And we'll see what happens to me here. Mikey, what did you get? All right. I have rolled the randomizer. Ryan, it's a spicy one. A spicy nugget one or just a spicy one? Yeah, it's spicy. It's a spicy <laughs> nugget for sure. I rolled steal a superstar. No! <laughs> Damn it! Steal one superstar from the other's roster. So Ryan, I'm getting my fingers in your raw roster. Let's see who we get. Oh, you just steal a superstar? You don't? It's not a trade or anything. No trading. I get to just steal someone from you. Okay. Oh, you could break he up could a tag ruin. team. You could take one of my. You could ruin one of your angles for Clash of Champions that you're totally up to right now. You could. You want? Hey, look! Look at that, Bo Dallas. So. Look at that Bo Dallas up for grabs, Mikey. Uh, I don't want to go over my entire. Should I go over my entire roster? Is that helpful in any capacity, Mikey? Or, um, no, I, I mean, I could see. Yeah, it. and we'll 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 talk about it when I when I make my decision. Yeah, I mean, I don't get to say you, this is a steal, so uh, I'm terrified, Zach. I'm. I can imagine. I'm basically using almost everybody in some capacity. Uh, I think besides Titus O'Neil and Bo Dallas, and maybe Lucha House Party. <laughs> Um, oh man, just gonna throw a wrench in your machine right now. Yes, uh, yes. Can I can I give you an idea of who I'm looking at right now? <laughs> Please, you can. Dis- I guess you can discuss this with Zach properly, uh, since I'm I have no right- no choice in the matter. Right now, I'm looking at three people. Three, three people. I'm looking at two fly crew. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and I'm looking at Elias. And you said three people. Oh, is two fly crew part of that three people? Two fly crew is part is two people. Fair enough. <laughs> what is what is two fly crew? Uh Ricochet oh, and Cedric is... Alexander. Yeah. Oh. And then Elias. And then Elias. Yes. If I may ask without getting into your show, why Elias? I like Elias a lot. Uh Elias had, I think, one of the was part of one of the biggest heel turns on my show on on hit the books this, history. This I think. is correct. Mikey wrote a whole uh, eulogy, basically from Aiden English's point of view. That's how he broke yeah, up Rusev Day was, with Elias being involved. I I, I broke up wow. Rusev Day. It was Elias and Rusev, and it was at a pay per view. I don't remember which one, but Elias sang a song for Rusev after he no, won. His in match. English, so, in English, sang a song. In English, sang a song to Rusev after he won his match. And then basically turned on Rusev and tag teamed with Elias. So we had the wow. this thing we had, we had the 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 band of English and Elias. Yes, I believe they won the SmackDown tag team titles at one point too. I think so too. That and I'm not agreeing that that's that's such a good heel turn. <laughs> wow, because he he basically sang his eulogy and then. He sang like the last word of it was like this is gonna be a very sad Rusev day, and then Elias broke the guitar over Rusev's back. Ah, oh, the heat would have been nuclear. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> well, Mikey, who are you thinking about taking? There's Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, Elias, Bo Dallas. All of these are great picks. Ryan, <laughs> I think I've. I think my decision okay. is going to be Cedric Alexander. <sighs> Oh, there goes the tag of team. Of the two fly crew. Okay, I, that's 
Okay. You ice took Cedric Alexander at the draft from you, if you don't remember. I do. Uh, and now I want him to use revenge. So, I, yeah, originally at the draft. <laughs> I would have my revenge! At the draft, I took Cedric Alexander and I gave you Jeff Hardy uh, as a replacement. Uh, but now you are taking Cedric Alexander back. I'm not. Indeed. I'm not getting anybody. Are you writing this down in your your list of people? Currently, yes. God, you have so many people on your side. God, I can't imagine. Uh, roll, a, this... roll a steal a superstar next time, idiot. Well, I guess that's fair. <laughs> if I roll it again, I'm taking him back. That's oh, fair. I'll, I, 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 I'll see what happens. You're just gonna keep passing Cedric Alexander back and forth. I'll be honest, Mikey. I, I wasn't using them yet, but I had plans. <laughs> They were going to be involved in a number one. They were going to be involved in a new tag team I was creating. Interesting. Uh, which was the tag team of Andrade and John Morrison. And Ooh. you've ruined this for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to have the Lucha Underground vibes. I was going to have the, uh, you know, the whole Lucha style in there. High flying action. I like Cedric Alexander because I'm possibly thinking of... Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali together again. That's a great. That's um, a great. And maybe, maybe going after one nation. <laughs> that's not bad. Going after them a little bit, and then you get a uh, maybe Mysterio in there as well as a triple. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I like that. And then whoever can go after the go for the titles with undisputed era. I'm interested. I'm interested to see where that goes. Well, then, oh, yeah. I'm upset that he took Cedric for me, but uh, you know that opens up Ricochet to be uh, maybe an icy title contender down the line maybe there you go there you go maybe that's that's yeah. something make lemons make lemonade from lemons yes i'm gonna yeah. I'll, I'll make lemons out of lemonade <laughs> i'll reverse engineer something <laughs> make 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 lemon make lemonade out of the lemons i just stole from yes you. i guess that's fair well uh that's raw so let's head on over to the blue brand on friday night smackdown live mikey you're the head booker there what's happening on smackdown all right over on friday night it's it's time for the blue brand, baby. Opening the show, we have Pete Dunn coming to the ring with his United States Championship. He grabs a microphone and he says, During my title reign, I've had some wars for the gold around my waist. I plan on holding this title for a long, long time, and I realized I haven't been living up to some people's expectations of a champion. I've only defended this title three times against two opponents since I've won it. I want to show the WWE Universe that I deserve this title. So, I am issuing a challenge to anyone in WWE. If you want a shot, come get a shot. Oh, man. I'm very in- I, I feel like I know who this might be, Mikey, <laughs> based off of last week. I think, I think you have a good idea of who it might be, Ryan. So, Is after it, so a little it's bit open of- to anyone in WWE? Open to anyone. Oh, interesting. Any brand. Uh, after a little bit of pause... A certain person's music hits. Oh my god. Tommaso Champa's music hits, and he comes to the ramp to answer Pete Dunn's challenge. Champa grabs a mic and he says, Dunn, your reign as champion ends tonight. Now that I have come to the blue brand, no one will survive. And Champa leaves. 
Wow. <laughs> Zach, thoughts? Wow. You, you, just, I, you just hit me with fucking Tommaso Ciampa versus Pete Dunn out the fucking gate. Is that is that wow. the main event? That's our main event tonight. Tommaso Ciampa versus Pete Dunn for the United States Championship. Wow, it's so different from Ryan. Because Ryan, like, hooked oh, me with, like, the intrigue of, like, oh, he's got the whole faction. I wonder where this is going to go. And you just are just hit me with a match that I'm just like, I will stick around for that match. So, what happened... <laughs> Was that last week we had? Well, no, don't, our... don't don't reveal don't reveal until the end of the show. I want to keep the okay. suspense for Zach. Right. I will right, say, right, just right, from right. a viewer's perspective, I would be like, the rest of your show could be crap, but I will stay around for the main event. Well, you we never have... know; it could have a DQ finish. Oh my god! <laughs> we have all right after that show opener. <laughs> we have match number one. We have Piper Niven coming to the ring with Candice LeRae by her side, taking on Peyton Royce with Billy Kay. Uh, with Piper Niven getting the victory over Peyton Royce. After that, we have a backstage interview with Dominic and Rey Mysterio about Dominic's loss last week, and Rey speaks up. I mean, how does anyone feel after a loss, right? Not great. But I know my son won't let that stop him, and it's just a learning experience. No one can win every match they're in, and losing is just part of the journey. Dominic speaks up and says, I plan on trying and trying again until I'm able to carry the Mysterio name with pride. I am not giving up. Rain, Rain, Dominic leave. Leading into match number two, Dominic Mysterio versus Drake Maverick, in which Dominic Mysterio picks up his first victory on SmackDown. Wow. Big win for Dominic Mysterio. Uh, defeating Drake Maverick. <laughs> Maybe not a huge, huge win for Dominic, but you know, it's hey, a win's a win. A win's a win's a win. DM versus DM. Somewhere. Uh, <laughs> DM versus DM. That's very good. <laughs> thoughts, thoughts on Dominic Mysterio, and I thoughts on uh, Piper Niven on SmackDown as well. Oh, Mike, you also didn't discuss who your champions were at the top of the card, right? Uh, my champions over on SmackDown. We have uh, the Universal Champion in Drew McIntyre. We have the SmackDown Women's Champion in Bailey. The United States Champion is Pete Dunne. The SmackDown Tag Team Champions are Undisputed Era, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. And the Women's Tag Team Champions are on Raw. So. Oh, they're on Raw, and I didn't mention that. The Women's Tag Team Champions are Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Yes. Oh, oh wow. Like that. Well, thought, thoughts on that info dump of all those three <laughs> things. Thoughts on that, Zach? All right, uh, all right. First thing about Dominic Mysterio's match, I will say I like the uh, the building blocks to it of his dad being supportive dad and him getting a win over Drake. I look forward to seeing if he can rise up to the challenge. Yes, last week he lost in his debut match. He lost to Shelton Benjamin. I like Piper Niven quite a bit, so I'm glad to see that you were using her on SmackDown. Indeed. So, you got called that up very good. recently. Oh, okay. So, like, the first match, I'm like, all right, it's good. It's an opening match. It's like, it's good. I, I, I'd be fine with that match. I like it. And uh, champion-wise, wow, your roster both reflects the current roster as champion somehow, but at the same time is ex- varying in many ways. UE as champions, I I mean, who doesn't love the UE? Like, Yeah, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish won those titles at SummerSlam against One Nation, who I will get to later. Ah. Okay. So, yeah. I enjoyed it. I like, I like this little feud between Iconics and Piper Niven and LeRae. I'm interested where this goes to see if it has also any Clash of Champions implications. You know, there's some tag teams there. We already have the Women's Tag Team Championship match set up for Morgan Ripley versus Contanzaro and Knox. So I'm interested to see uh, if there's going to be any other SmackDown teams joining that match, Mikey. 
but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm prepped for it. What's that? What else is happening? All right. After that Dominic Mysterio and Drake Maverick match, we have another segment. We have Pete Dunne and Tommaso Ciampa in GM Page's office to sign the contract for their match tonight. Page speaks up. She says, okay, we've had our lawyer write up a quick contract for your title match tonight. No gimmicks, no stipulations, just a one-on-one match. Do you two both accept these conditions? Dunne and Champa don't break eye contact and keep staring each other down. Page, Page continues, I take that as a yes. So we just need you both to sign. Dunne and Champa sign the contract without a word between them and make the match official. There we go. There's better than most contract signings. I, th- there's like a theme in our show where we have like actual contract signings and not like yeah. <laughs> we don't typically do that, do we, Mikey? Now I think it's not it. just it's not just like a table spot. It's not always a table spot. There's there is a rare occasion we do that, but we like to have actual contract signings. Yeah, of lawyers present and the whole whole kit exactly, the whole night. Gives it a more of a like an official feeling to it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It makes make it all more realistic. Yeah. Exactly. Put the sports in sports entertainment. Can we do that? Can we put more sports in sports entertainment? That's just sports, a diatribe. <laughs> okay, we should. We can. Anyways. <laughs> After that contract signing, we have match number three, which is Apollo Crews with Tazawa by his side taking on Drew Gulak. Uh, we know this this was a little bit of a feud. Uh, like it used to be with One Nation and Drew Gulak. One Nation, of course, being Apollo Crews and Akira Tazawa together. But this is a singles match, not a tag team match. Uh, and during the match, Fish and O'Reilly come to ringside and take out Akira Tozawa. While Cruz is distracted, Gulak is able to hit the Cyclone Crash and win the match. Error rush the ring and beat down Cruz as well and leave One Nation beaten down in the ring. So, Undisputed Era taking the fight to One Nation. Yes. Hmm. Yes, the, the teams that they've defeated for the titles. Mm-hmm. The feud does not appear to be over. No, oh, they beat them for the time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, One Nation. Undisputed Era beat One Nation, who were the tag team champions uh, at, at SummerSlam to become, and Undisputed Era became the new SmackDown tag team champions. And One Nation being a heel group of Apollo Crews and Akira Tozawa. Oh, they're heels. Yes, yes they are. Big time. Wow, not see that one coming. <laughs> at all, in fact. But Yeah. It's... it's- they are my favorite tag team, honestly. <laughs> I was I was very upset when you drafted them because I really wanted them. They are they're basically they started out as anti authoritarian, uh, and when since and winning they, the titles, they've just been like they've become more dark ordery. <laughs> they've become a little dark ordery over time. Um, wow, I love really? you love to see it. You love to see it, folks. I love the idea of I are undisputed as heels or faces. It's a great question, Mikey. Heels. It's heels versus heels, man. Oh, you're doing heels versus heels. Man, oh, wow. Man, Mikey, people, Mikey doesn't some people, some people just don't like each other. I think I think that's a thing in wrestling that is, we miss out on too much is that, like, it doesn't always have to be heels versus faces, you know? Like, it could just be, like, why if two heels don't like each other, let them feud. If they make a good match, they make a good match. Exactly. exactly. If they, it's a good match, it's a good match. Who cares if they're heel or face? Well, then I still love the idea of Undisputed Era being like, yeah, we won these titles. Yeah, we're going to beat you both up after, before, cost you the match, and then beat you up again after the match, and then walk away. Just like the idea yeah. of that. Uh, last week, One Nation actually cut a promo on Undisputed Era in a video package, so I think that was this was a, a direct response, I would oh, believe, oh. I would imagine. Ooh, I like that. So, yeah, after that match between Apollo Crews and Drew Gulak, we have a video package from Ember Moon and Sasha Banks. 
They're together backstage, and the two have decided on their stipulations for Clash of Champions. Moon begins. Asuka, you destroyed me. You made me what I am today. Anything that happens to you at Clash of Champions is your own fault. I plan on destroying you so much that you won't be able to walk out. My stipulation is a last woman standing match. And I assure you, that woman will be me. Then, Sasha speaks up and says, Bailey, you aren't out of the woods either. One of my biggest regrets is not being able to win back my NXT Women's Championship after you took it from me at TakeOver Brooklyn. So my stipulation is the same one we had then, a 30-minute Iron Man match. This time, the boss will walk out with the gold. Wow. Dang, dude. That's... Oh, my God. So last week... There was a tag team match between Bailey and Asuka taking on Sasha Moon, Sasha Banks and Ember Moon, uh, who kind of got together through crazy stipulations, but they're together nonetheless. Uh, and Sasha Banks and Ember Moon won that match, which let them pick the stipulations for their two clash, two separate Clash of Champions matches. So it's going to be at Clash of Champions, we're going to have Bailey versus Sasha in a la- in a thirty minute Iron Woman match, and we have Ember Moon taking on Asuka in a Last Woman Standing match. I I love it. That's that was some great matches, man. I love that you're doing the repeat of Banks and Bailey Iron Woman match. Taking the exact same thing. Uh-huh. Switch now. The roles are switched. Yes. And I also love Asuka Moon Last Woman Standing. I I think there's potential for a great. I mean, we've seen Asuka have great Last Woman Standing matches in the past, namely in NXT back in the days against Nikki Cross. Ember Moon, who is still luckily healthy in this parallel dimension. Uh, Ember Moon, Asuka have just been a feud of the past bit. Former tag team partners turned rivals. Mm-hmm. Last one wow. was standing match. I'd love to see it. Yeah, Asuka and Ember Moon used to be a tag team named the Empresses of the Night. Uh, and they were pretty dominant. Former then, champions. Former champions, yeah. And then uh, Asuka went on to win the SmackDown Women's Championship and kind of it looked like she kind of kicked Ember Moon to the side and they ended up feuding for a little while uh, and Ember Moon lost her title shot against Asuka and we hadn't seen her for months and then she came back and attacked Asuka. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, a, it was a big thing. Was a big this feud thing. runs deep. Feud runs deep. What's, uh, what's the rest of your show, Mikey? After that, we have match number four. Mickey James taking on Charlotte Flair with Charlotte Flair getting the victory. Okay. okay. Charlotte was in there... It's been a while since we've seen Charlotte Flair. Yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, was this the, so the, the not re, reunion? What's the word? The reintroduction of Charlotte Flair a little bit? Yeah, like, I tried to do it a couple weeks ago, but that match uh, ended up getting replaced thanks to the randomizer. Oh, yeah, it was. The randomizer made it. You replaced Flair versus Rose with Mickey James versus yeah. Dana Brooke. So, we got Mickey uh, James in, as well. So you sort of combined those two. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I wanted Charlotte Flair to be back in the scene. Um, I think... I think she can possibly start making your way towards a women's championship match, but you know, we'll see. That's true. We'll see down line. Ooh, Mickey James, Charlotte Flair, any one of them against Banks or Bailey? Sounds good to me. Just Mickey James yeah. against Banks versus Bailey? That's what I want to see. Oh yeah. All right. Next up, we have a backstage interview with Piper Niven about her win earlier tonight. She says it's awesome to be on such a hot streak like this since debuting on SmackDown. Not only that, but I found myself an awesome partner in Candice LeRae. 
We've been t- we've been talking, and we hear that there's a match for the women's tag team titles at Clash of Champions, and we want in. Lorraine says, "We know we can make a huge impact." She gets cut off by the Iconics. Billy butts in and says, "You two, a random tag team together, having a shot at the women's tag titles." Uh, Ryan and Zach, do you guys want to give the Ryan and or Zach? Do you guys want to give the classic line of Billy Kay? Are you joking me? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> A well, plus. A plus. Markout moment. So yeah, we got we got uh, Billy Kay saying, "You two shot at the women's tag titles. You've got to be joking me." Uh, Peyton butts in and says, "Billy is right. If anyone deserves a shot at the title, it's us." I mean, Candace, didn't you just lose to Billy like or, like a couple of weeks ago? Candace speaks up and says, "Well, didn't you just lose to Piper Niven?" Um, and the two start arguing, and then Paige interrupts the interview and splits the teams up before things get a little too intense. And she says, "I think I can solve this." Iconics, you two will be taking on Niven and Lorraine next week in the tag team match, and the winner will get added into the women's tag title match at Clash of Champions. Deal? Both teams glare at each other and then agree. So next week, we have Piper Niven and and Candice LeRae taking on the Iconics, and whoever wins gets added into that match at Clash of Champions. I'm very excited for this one. I like that a lot. I like that they're being built. So what's the current tag team... Uh, women's tag team match at Clash of Champions. Currently, it's the champions Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley of Raw versus uh, Sean Larraway, our friend, made this made this uh, last week, which is Casey Cantanzaro and Tegan Knox. Oh, wow. So, so we'll possibly get that third team, whichever team that may be included, making it a triple threat. Indubitably. I like it. I like it. Don't ever say indubitably. Indubitably. Ever again. How dare you, sir? <laughs> All right. uh, I want to hear this main event. Let's get to this gosh dang main event, buddy. After after that backstage interview, of course, it's time for our main event. Pete Dunne versus Tommaso Ciampa for the United States Championship in a one-on-one singles fight set for one fall. Really, really, really drawing this out here, Mike. Really the exact same thing. And the winner is... Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, wow. Taking the title off of Pete Dunne and becoming the new United States champion. Wow. I got to say it. I guess he didn't survive. (laughs) (laughs) I. This was a great introduction of Tommaso Ciampa into it. You, You didn't have to give him the title, but I think this is a great introduction of Tommaso Ciampa I kind of didn't also I mean I kind of also did (laughs) that's true that's true uh for the listeners at home who listened to last week's episode uh do you want to explain to Zach what happened why this match is taking place last week I got the randomizer rolled on me by Sean Larraway our special guest who (laughs) got to trade a superstar without my without without me agreeing to it so you can basically trade Anyone of equal value, whoever he wanted. So mm. basically, like the Steel Superstar, but uh, except, except I got somebody in return. At least yeah. you get someone. And his pick was he decided to draft you NXT, my current United States champion, Pete Dunn. <laughs> and he gave me Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, okay. <laughs> he it was... stole your Ciampa, gave you Ciampa. 
<laughs> stole my champ but gave me champa not not bad it's a not bad and now champa is the champ <laughs> he puts the champ in champa i so so thoughts on tomasa champa winning the title thoughts on pete dunn going back to nxt but then also thoughts on just tomasa champa on smackdown in general oh man I really the title change. You know, I was sitting here and I was like, I, I'm like, damn, this is a shame. I feel like I got the Mikey's build up show before like the show next week where everything's going to happen. And then you hit me with this title change, and I, I did pop off. They can't see it, but I did pop off. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Reminder that there after this there is only one week, and then it's Clash of Champions. Oh so... my god! Wow. <laughs> go home show. We we changed titles on the go home to the go home. <laughs> Tommaso Champ on SmackDown. It's like, yeah, I'd be down for it. Tommaso some... Champ at United States, cha- the new, the new United States champion. Looking at that roster, Mikey, I'm very excited about Tommaso Champa with some of the interactions he can have. I think Tommaso Champa, well, Tommaso Champa Finn Balor could be interesting. Uh, I'm very excited about a, a potential matchup of Drew McIntyre and Tommaso Champa. There's something about that that intrigues me a lot. Oh my god! Um, of course, Tommaso Ciampa, Mojo Raleigh can't you know cannot wait for it. Of course, uh, oh, yeah. everyone loves Mojo Raleigh. Um, <laughs> Mojo uh, Ch- uh, jokes aside, because Tommaso Ciampa is gonna stay hype, baby. Yes, Tommaso Ciampa, Randy Orton, Tommaso Ciampa, Kevin Owens. Wow! Uh, what? Ciampa versus Oni Lorkin. Ciampa versus Mustafa Ali. Cedric Alexander now. <laughs> Bro, your roster's stacked. What? <laughs> Samoa Joe? Sami Zayn? Sami Zayn, Mr. Money in the Bank, you mean? This is true. Oh, my God. He's got a stacked roster. And he's stolen more people. Yeah, sa- yeah. so me and Ryan uh, had a funny Money in the Bank where he had plans for his uh, men's division winning it, and I had plans for my women's division winning it. But then the, but then the rolls of the dice determined that he won the – women's and i won the men's oh which both took us off guard because we each had plans for the other one i believe wow. we, we said on the show what those plans were right yes mine was for ruby riot to be miss money in the bank and, after and... after having undisputed era attack uh attack whoever was climbing the ladder oh by the way ruby riot's an undisputed era oh <clears throat> there in my universe know. yeah uh, my my plan for the men's was have our truth win it and go after all of the titles, women's, intercontinental, <laughs> tag team by himself. Yeah, I love that so much. And then and then eventually, because eventually, because he realizes that the current WWE champion is Brock Lesnar, and so he's, he's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do. It. I don't want to cash in. <laughs> I don't want to cash in. I don't want to do it. Don't make me do it. Uh, so thought overall thoughts on SmackDown as I prep the randomizer for Mikey. So. When the show started, I was a bit like, all right, I'm like, that's that's a fine opening. It's not too bad. But I was very pleased that it built to something. I won't get I won't be here to judge when it happens, but I thought that was good. Um, let me think. I really liked One Nation getting attacked because I love the idea of Undisputed Era not taking any just taking nothing from them. It's like you can take your video package and shove it. <laughs> Let's see. Main event was amazing. Like that alone, like I would just watch just for that, and it was just sounds amazing. Also, knowing your your roster is now, as wow, that's a stacked roster. Yeah, I have quite. I, SmackDown's got quite the roster, and I'm very and I love it. I Which love I'm, having all these awesome people, especially Kevin Owens. He's my mm-hmm. favorite. It did make me a little sad though, because I was like, oh wow, for Ryan's show, there was so much going on. But then he revealed that that was his entire roster, and I was like, wow, 
I'm kind of sad I couldn't see more on SmackDown because, you know, you've got so many. Let's see. Star of the Charlotte Flair climb is not an unfamiliar one for me, but I'm down. I'm here for it. Oh, and the one of the things that I really liked was uh, I love the Clash Champion matches you have. The poetry or the uh, sim- the uh, the callback for Sasha and Bailey is great. I love Ember Moon versus Asuka just because I like the idea of Jap- local Japanese woman too angry to die refuses to stay down. <laughs> love that. Oh man, there are parts too of the show where I was like, <laughs> there are parts of the show that I was like, eh, but then there are parts I was like, oh, that's really good. I wouldn't know. Hmm. And also the funny part is that your finish actually ended with a finish. How dare you? <laughs> with a title change of all things. Damn, getting called right out, Ryan. How dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do do you want to? I can I can. Do you want a preview of our Clash of Champions pay per view real quick? Yes, that'd be great actually. Before the randomizer reveal, so far it's Sheamus defending his IC title against either MVP or Andrade. Uh, Oscar versus Ember Moon in the last woman standing match. Of course, this is on no no particular order. Uh, currently, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley versus Casey Contenzaro and Tegan Knox and another SmackDown team, as we'll determine next week. Either Niven and Larray or the Iconics. The Viking Raiders versus the Disciples for the Raw Tag Team Champions in a no disqualification match. Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Champion. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship in a 30 minute Iron Woman match. And then for the Universal Championship, Drew McIntyre versus Adam Cole. Oh, that's your. Oh, my God. Wow. Drew McIntyre versus Adam Cole, baby. Because Adam Cole last week won a fatal four-way number one contenders match against Kevin Owens, Braun Strowman, and Randy Orton. It's funny how similar that was to two weeks ago on NXT. (laughs) Nostradamus over here. And Nostradamus is booking. Wow. Yeah, like you, I just realized now you had so much stuff happening on this card. You didn't even have the main title show up on the show. No. uh, You're right. I didn't even think about that. Holy crap. Yeah, I mean, no, technically, Universal my I mean, Champions. I mean, I mean, technically, my my main champion didn't show up on the show. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. If oh, that's yeah. I mean, your main your main champion also got abducted. <laughs> <laughs> the The title was on the show. Title's on the show. So <laughs> the belt was on the show. Defending Raw over here. Uh, oh yes. wow! Well, uh, before we get the you know finalize and officiate, uh, Mikey SmackDown, the randomizer did pull. And Aww. you know it's not really a good or bad thing. I guess it's not really a good or bad thing for Mikey. If anything, it it might be worse for me because it is oh, a no. spin steal. Ha-ha! The other oh, Booker God. steals your spin, so that means this oh, nothing happens. Wow. Vengeance is coming my way. Mikey gets to roll the rander, uh, randomizer on me yet again. I'm so I'm, I, I feel bad for you, Ryan, but I'm excited to see what this thing takes. It's going to have me uh, abduct more people. And, uh... I don't feel bad because Ryan got like three spins on me in one week by accident somehow. That is true. Remember that? <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's, that's unfortunate. Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm afraid what's going to happen here. But, Mikey, what is what do you got for the randomizer for All me? All right. Twice in a row. If you, it's like steal a superstar and you take Ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> Two flat crew's mine. All right. I'll take the whole thing. Why not? Two for one. All right. Ryan, this one's not too bad. Okay. We got a match interference. A wrestler interferes in a match. Okay. Oh. Uh, this week. Yeah, we technically have already had that with Seth Rollins getting in. 
Done. So there handled it. Handled. Done. I don't have to do handled. anything. Handled. You, 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 you. I, I saved myself. That could have been way worse. The Nostradamus of booking. You saw the future and booked the randomizer. <laughs> I'm a genius. God. I, okay. Once this finishes, I gotta ask you guys what's on Your that wheel. Your brain is too big. God, uh, there's what? so many things on this wheel. Uh, let's one of them. See. One of them is is Vince didn't like the show, so rebooked the whole thing in ten minutes. <laughs> oh my god. We have different levels of injuries, like minor injuries, major injuries, insanely bad injuries. Like uh, Chad Gable ho- breaking his leg. Hopefully you have insurance. Uh, a, oh, my God. A career yes. ender. Basically, we roll a D whatever to see what wrestler gets hurt, then a D whatever plus a modifier to see how many weeks they're out. The career ender, yeah. is, a career ender is a D20 plus 20. There's a wow. rookie call-up, which is you choose an NXT, uh, NXT roster member on like the on like on like from like a certain list and they get called up there's a call up from nxt or stuff like that match interferences make a match a title match there's a lot of things on here wow happy <laughs> ending the network call they want a happy ending yeah gimmick changes <laughs> face turns heel turns we have a 2k yeah. outcome which is we run uh wwe 2k 19 or 20 whatever it is Whatever we currently have, we run that, and whatever that simulation gives us, that's the match outcome. Yeah, we have to put oh, one of our wow. matches just in 2K and make two computers fight, and then whatever that decides is the outcome of the match. Now, uh, well, and, we, and we do we do commentary on it, which is very fun. We got steals, I... we got double bookings, we got trades. You've been observed. <sighs> oh, one that we haven't done yet technically is you've been observed where you have to re- reveal we, we got it we got it once no that uh we didn't because that was a parallel universe where that result didn't happen in the polls remember correct uh it was a you you've been observed reveal one result of an upcoming upcoming planned pay-per-view match oh wow just ruined the entire thing for some- wow yes in, in alternate universe uh the fans uh because we actually there was an instance where we re- uh Record an episode before the results of a poll came out. So we did two different endings for this show. Mm. And I got observed. And I had to reveal the result of my Edge versus Seth Rollins match. But uh, oh. the listeners had to hear that live instead of what could have been. Ooh, wow. So, yeah, we have a whole list of a butt ton of of things here. 42 things. 43 things. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yet we seem to get the same ones over and over again. And 90% of the time, it's somebody gets hurt <laughs> to be fair there are a lot of re- there are a lot of repeats there are a lot a lot of these get repeated just to make sure things happen yeah mm. you're right you're right but yes okay so zach it's all down to you that is raw that is smackdown you've heard our cards you've heard our cards oh, God. not to, we're not to put you on the spot but that's exactly what we're going to do <laughs> which card did you like more and why Oh man! Uh, don't don't forget who your new co-host is. I know. This. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Oh god, this is so difficult because there are things I liked about both your shows and things I was like not. I didn't hate, but I wasn't the biggest fan of. Mm. Wait, well, right. just real quickly, what what is one thing? What is the thing you like the most about Raw? What is the thing you liked the most about SmackDown? And then maybe make the result. Maybe okay. you, uh, to to give some niceties before you give the result. Maybe that makes sense. Okay, I really liked in this is kind of a general thing. I'll give Raw since uh, we just talked about SmackDown. I really liked in Raw how it felt like everything was like going on at the same time. There were no isolated instances. I liked how everyone was being used. There was smart booking with all the matches. I liked how it all built into stuff. I was I'm very much interested in how like the main title scene will go since Keith Lee is 
God knows where. I really like, I still, I can't get over how much I really like that Alistair Black promo. Like, I just can't, I could just visualize it in my head. Uh, and then going to SmackDown, well, it, it wasn't as much like Raw, where everyone was like, kind of like, where it felt like things were happening all together. I really loved the booking for Summer for a SummerSlam, Clash of Champions. Like, I can't even explain to you my excitement. I really liked that you had Champa come in and just win. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I was somebody was gonna win it, and I think Champa was the best choice. Thing is, though, is that like you have matches down there that were like they built into stories, like Piper, like the uh, Piper Niven, and I believe it was was it Billy? No, it wasn't Billy Kay. It was Peyton? Yes. That match at first didn't do much for me, and then it led into something which I liked. Um, let me think. Charlotte versus Mickey. I was like. It's just a building to start somewhere. Same with Dominic. I like Dominic getting his first win, but those are like just building blocks and isn't going to like get me out of my seats. It's more of like, a, all right, I'm here to watch this. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, and I'm, <laughs> I give it to Raw, actually. Yeah. Ooh. All right. All right. I That's really fair. can't That's get fair. over like, whereas you had like better moments, in my opinion, Raw just felt like a moving, like, ev- like there were so many moving parts going on throughout the show, and I just really liked it. Yeah, turns out, turns out I'm more like real WWE. Very good at booking moments, not very good at booking long-term. <laughs> the other thing that hurts is that I had no context for any of it. That's true. That's fair. Which is so what I thought, I didn't... I, which is what I felt that SmackDown might have the advantage over me because Mikey tends to, like, book, like, those, like, huge main events like big popping moments sort of thing so i thought that that might have been a disadvantage that you didn't know the backstories i didn't know any of them so yours was more compacted and i got the on top of the fact your roster is smaller yours is more compacted so i got all of them also just a side note you actually went through the effort of having stuff play that gate kept me caught up which was nice so i was like oh so this is what's happening okay was there moments in mikey's show where i was like where i was like i don't know what's going on but it's cool. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, Raw officially wins. But if you also thought Raw was as good as Zach does, because uh, Zach can confirm now that he officially loves DQ finishes. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, then you can go and vote for either Raw or SmackDown, whichever show you thought was better, by heading on over to Twitter at HitTheBooksPod again on Twitter. There's going to be a pinned tweet at the top of our profile there where you can vote on which card you thought was better. Was it Raw? Was it SmackDown? You can decide right then and there which one you thought was better. Zach, of course, gets the guest bonus where his vote uh, you know, gets two votes in there. So if you really love SmackDown, make sure that SmackDown gets that love here or Raw is just going to run over his butt. Uh, and, 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 made... since, and since Zach voted for Raw, uh, Independent Waters is now canceled. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> there it goes, folks. Dang. Never so say I'm unbiased. Never <laughs> uh, say I'm biased. <laughs> well, there we go. Uh, again, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode. Again, thank you, Zach, for coming on this episode of Hit the Books. Uh, again, uh, you know, I, I want you to plug. Let, let's talk, talk to me. Sell me on Independent Waters. I have to say thank you for having me on. It was very fun to watch. It was listened to really. But um 
Independent Waters, we were join us when me and Mikey go on a journey through the independent wrestling scene to find the hidden gems in various promotions, different superstars or wrestlers, whichever you like to call them. And just, yeah, it's a fun time where him and I just kind of gush over matches and recommend to each other and get each other into different types of wrestling matches, maybe, or different wrestlers themselves. It's a fun time. Yeah. And I am happy that he brought me on for it. It's right on this very feed every Wednesday, so check it out when you can. Not only that, you guys also have your own RSS feed. So if you can either... So look up, look up Independent Waters. On iTunes, you can either so you can either subscribe to this podcast feed or their own separate podcast feed, whatever you prefer. Not only that, review that separate RSS feed as well of Independent Waters. Uh, five stars or more. The reviews are very important. <laughs> yeah, five, five stars or more. The reviews are very important that first month, first week, first month of podcasting. So make sure you review uh, the show when you get there. Um, but also, you know, if you like the show as well, you can review that as well. Uh, but again, yeah, Zach, thank you so much for coming on this episode. Like I said, you can follow us at hit the books pod on Twitter, subscribe to this show. Also subscribe to independent waters on, uh, wherever podcasts can be found. Um, you know, leave reviews on all of those things. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit the books podcast, uh, where, you know, we'll see a bunch of other content, video versions of the show, uh, video versions of other shows, uh, listen to wrestling statistics, listen to independent waters. If you have new ideas for shows or want, you want to get at us, DM us on Twitter at hit the books pod. We'll talk it out, hash it out. We want to help you get more shows on, you know, get your podcast idea out there. Um, Mikey, am I forgetting anything? Uh, I think you nailed it. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Vote in the polls. about our website where they can find everything that has to do with this podcast ever, hdbpod.com? I did not, but if you want to go to hdbpod and look up anything that happened on this on this podcast, then you can go that do that. We have the archive there that you know, like Zach, if you have if you're just dropping in, you can go to the archive right now and read up on every single episode of this podcast, every single result, everything that's there. Get know our, know the history of our championships since we broke off from SummerSlam 2018 figure out the rankings of our superstars, the top 10 rankings from raw and SmackDown. All of that can be found over at HTBpod.com. Again, thank you so much, Zach, for coming onto the show. Uh, we'd love you to have me. you back. We'll love to have you back at any point. Maybe you can book your own version of NXT down the line. Uh, we'll see. And then Mikey again, love you so much, bud. We'll see you again all next week for Mikey, for Zach. I've been Ryan. See everybody next time. Until then we've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a count out podcast.